Okay, uh, welcome back to episode eight of Who's Got Again. I am your host, Abhin, and I'm once again joined by my two co-hosts, Akshay and Tushar. For a third consecutive week, congratulations, boys. Uh, three in a row, third time's the charm, even though this is episode Woo-hoo. eight. So I, I don't know how this really works. But yay, yay, us. I will add fanfare here in the pod. So just like, okay. So at this yes. point, you'll hear like a little horn section. I Hopefully, if I'm, if I'm not lazy, it'll be there. Anyway, uh, we have an interesting uh, set of fixtures to look at and to look forward to for the weekend. The Champions League results uh, have just rolled in, I mean, as of last night. Uh, some very interesting uh, first legs that have set up very interesting second legs in the next week. We'll also take a look at the weekend's fixtures. We'll take a look at uh, an insane Big Sam performance against Chelsea. We'll take a look at uh, Jose's Spurs and his comments post that game. Um, we'll also have take a look at Arteta and just Arsenal in general, who I think languishing at 10th on the table, which is hilarious for us. Not so if you're an Arsenal fan. So we, we'll take a look at uh, our fantasy squads as well. And we'll see just how much uh, it has improved or degraded since we last spoke. Akshay's got some insight for us on some captaincy choices and uh, we'll also take kind of discuss wildcard options and free hit options as we make our way to the final uh, stretch of the season. Okay, on with the show. All right. <laughs> all right, boys. First of all, how are we? Doing well. Good, good. How are you? <laughs> this is as good as one could possibly be. You know how mad the COVID cases have been over the last week or so. Trying to deal with that. And at the same time, continue to live a life as normally as possible. Sounds like all of us. <laughs> no, pretty yeah. much. So yesterday, uh, PSG went to Bayern and... Uh, as part of their first leg of the Champions League quarterfinals. And it ended 3-2. Uh, I watched a section of the game. I think Tushar, who was up watching Chelsea Porto at the same time, also watched a bit of the game. Um, I, it was probably one of the more entertaining Champions League games we've had in a while. Uh, I know last season we had yeah, that. it was solid. Like, solid attacking. It was so back yeah, and forth. Like- yeah, box to box. Uh, I actually thought like Bayern might dominate this one, mm-hmm. but uh, I think like they they actually look nervous, you know. Uh, like they didn't have Lewandowski, so that nervousness crept in. Chupamoting is not in Lewandowski. Yeah, and uh, Narbi and is missing. Like uh, that, that that didn't help either. Um, also, like. Generally, like if you have Neymar and Mbappe in, in a team, you are you are going to be nervous. <laughs> it's yeah, just so what it is. The the odd thing was you, you funny you like you mentioned Bayern looking nervous. Uh, Mbappe spoke after the game and he said that Pochettino told him him and Neymar specifically to keep making runs past their center back because uh, center backs because Bayern don't like chasing. Striker, strikers or midfielders they're not they're, they're so used to playing on the front foot you know that intense heavy metal kind of football that they play 
that they're not very comfortable with running back uh, uh, after like basic forwards which kept happening repeatedly like every time bayern would swarm forward and just try and lay an assault on the psg goal and then psg would break and mbappe would go like he would he, he had boateng on toast throughout that game i don't know what boateng is still playing i mean maybe there's a testament to the guy's character and his and his uh, what do you call his, his tenacity because he's still at the top of he's still playing for a very uh, great squad leading it uh, from the front that's interesting Just, because i i actually feel like like bayern is being arrogant there because why would you keep a high line against a team with neymar and mbappe like those are guys like the best counter attacking like mbappe will make those runs like he can be in a 100 meters olympic race or something no He'll but that's those that... runs and and neymar will give that service <laughs> He yeah, will, so that's he will give that service. Yeah. So, so why the, would you be so arrogant to set up so high? Like I didn't understand it. So I, I think Bayern's plan, they don't like they're they're the anti-Mourinho. If you were to, um, what do you call? If you were to uh, put it that way, because they don't really set up for any team. They're like, this is how we play. You come. It's up to you to come and beat us. Because even if you noticed after they they were two 0 down in that game and they brought it back to two two. because they'll just yeah, keep going sure. yeah they will hmm. just keep going and evidently you could tell that one team didn't have the main attacking threat up front i mean chupomoting as you rightly alluded to is not uh, is not levandowski there is there is no like for like replacement and that itself was the one of bayern's biggest uh, disadvantages and i think psg played that game very smartly they came they they sat back they defended in numbers and they do this really uh they did it in the united game again in, in the group stage where they they'll keep a player in an offside position and neymar gets the ball uh in up the field slightly higher up the field as he gets the ball the player makes this darting run back into defense and he's just about in line as soon as neymar makes the pass so he's not offside and that's when he's able to break that line and then like for the second goal if you see marquinhos's goal marquinhos is offside when neymar gets the ball and just as neymar is about to play it he drops back in and as soon as that happens like the oh, entire bayern smart, yeah, yeah the the mm. bayern team just try and try play the offside trap yeah. yeah they get foundered and the entire team uh, tries to play the trap and then marquinhos is standing there with uh, with not, with just noyer to face very smart they did it um, in that the old trafford game uh, where neymar scored in the first 5 minutes i think it's draxler who makes that run and um, mm. he's in an offside position and then they loft the ball over the defense and then maguire gets thinks that you know um, draxler's offside so i'm not going to bother chasing him but neymar is on his shoulder and he makes the run at the same time and that's how they get caught out so it's the second time they used it and i'm surprised bayern uh, bayern weren't wary of it but to their credit they pulled pulled themselves back into that game super moting with um the first goal and muller with the second both two headers i i think yeah both yeah. both were headers that came mm-hmm. in from crosses and yeah. they, they yeah, actually if, were, if it wasn't for like navas they would have scored a lot more i think like navas yeah, I read, on fire like last time 
I read a tweet that said Navas looked like prime Lev Yashin the the or the legendary goalkeeper <laughs> because he was just say but I don't think he was like tested to a point where it was point blank saves point blank saves it was Bayern were taking pot shots from wherever they possibly could like the 80th to the 80th 89th minute I think they were just unlucky because all their uh, attempts just went a fraction outside the post they would either like clip the post on the way out or just go slightly bent slightly away from the post they they were laying a salt to that team i get i don't think gnabry will be back because he's isolating because of covid right so i don't think he's back for the next game and i don't think lewandowski is back for the next game either so yeah no, he's missing really both games sure. yeah, yeah so which is um which puts the ball really in psg's court but i still wouldn't ride by and off like they, they still can I, if anyone could it's it's bayern they can come back oh i completely agree i think if bayern don't win this if bayern lose next week to psg city win the champions league provided city go to dortmund and and, uh, and hold their lead yeah because that is that is another game to discuss but yeah moving on to chelsea porto i i don't think there were as many hairy moments um, for chelsea oh, no, as like they were. chelsea so very surprising so we we won 2-0 mm. but i don't think it was a convincing win and also like the uh it papers over the the cracks like like there's a lot of things wrong about the chelsea team but we still managed to get that 2-0 win but but what i really liked was like tuchel right instead of trying to break down porto like how you you way tried and then failed he actually are, like instructed people to sit back like especially mm. after the west brom defeat he was just like okay guys just defend mm. and that time will come and time will come and of course mason mount took it away with yeah <laughs> with that brilliant like craft <laughs> turn he pulled out of nowhere like till then for the last 20 minutes it was just porto just taking shots and almost scoring almost scoring and that just released pressure pressure like suddenly like that one goal like uh, who scored the good. second Uh, Chilwell, Ben Chilwell, Ben Chilwell, big chilly B, yeah. <laughs> so he, <laughs> yeah, he he actually scored a really good goal, and I was I was glad he did it because I I felt like if it was Werner, I would have missed like hundred oh, percent. So he basically caught a pass of Jorginho, hmm. and and uh, he 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 wrong sided a defender like who couldn't catch hmm. him, and he hmm. just ran to the hmm. goal. went a little bit right of the goalkeeper and then curved it in yeah oh nice it was very simple wow. like very very like supporter were pressing up towards the end of the game hmm hmm and uh, this so this is basically when uh, kai havertz and and werner were substituted and they he brought on pulsic and giroud hmm so so okay. that that's why like everyone was trying to mark those guys and and chilwell found a gap and just took it and he ran up court that boy is quick so dude great. yeah he's quick like if only he can be this consistent otherwise we'd be picking him every week over alonso but he's never this consistent or this consistently good werner and kai uh, havertz had such a shit game mm. like they really really need to improve Mm. uh Havertz at least you can say that he wasn't getting the service like he was pretty starved of the service of the ball mm. Werner I don't know what the hell he was doing he was just running around like a like like without any direction without any help 
like the ball still behind him is still running forward and, and and stuff like that like i i don't know like i don't know if i agree with tuchel's thing about i'll play him into form strategy like mm. he doesn't like at, at this point i feel like he doesn't deserve to be there like just put on jerud or pulisic or callum hudson odoy or who else deserves it kai havertz at least i would say give it time but warner like like let him go train for a little bit or something and, and then come back i get I it like, like mariana mariana wants to tell to play him because he paid paid so much money but that's just not good for the team though i think his confidence is gone like not just with regards to chelsea but if you saw that miss against north macedonia last week yeah he missed out for like that's yeah, a goal i would score very, dude yeah yeah and it's just it was a very easy miss yeah it's like it was yeah it was actually quite bad i, I don't know i mean your opinion i don't know what your opinions on on werner are. i think he's he is an exceptional talent i genuinely thought chelsea had pulled off a massive bargain when they got him because his numbers for leipzig were pretty uh, massive but like it's like either a system suits him or doesn't hmm. it's like all or nothing but i don't know if it's a system like, problem anymore i think it's just that yeah it's just it's, him right yeah yeah it's not even a so that's what i'm saying let, let let him go into training or something and build his confidence back up for like two three weeks or whatever like don't put him in the team like <laughs> you you know what gives me like uh, a full confidence that chelsea might win the champions league because remember the last time you yeah. won the champions league yeah happened? every every everyone <laughs> says the same thing like tonnes he had a bystander uh, yeah. striker like, and everyone else was scoring around him it was that season i i don't know if you remember where uh, he he the game at old trafford where he is through on goal he rounds the keeper and then he puts it wide he misses yeah he misses yeah everyone yes, knows for famous miss. yeah it was that very season i remember that i remember that game that moment so clearly because i was like oh this is going to be 3-2 and then he missed and i was like oh, what is happening these guys are not going to win anything with this fellow up front lo and behold uh, he goes and scores the winning goal in in the champions league semi final there's a really funny story about that that involves akshay and me <laughs> because we were both up watching that game there's an old really yeah. old screen screenshot uh where torres yeah. comes on and and akshay is like haha torres is on i said watch him score <laughs> then i think, remember I, I, was, I was in the us i raised a toast to okay <laughs> toast i was drinking some wine or something and i raised the toast to <laughs> torres fernando torres like like a 5 minute speech <laughs> how much i loved him and then for like a whole year before that i hated him like but yeah the one goal akshay you were saying no i was in the us for this game and i was uh texting you at the same time you know it was a yeah. quite a fun fun event <laughs> was, i remember going as like oh dude and then i uh, went the champions league final no i did i remember not watching the final because it's like okay this is at munich um it's it's bayern's game really and i went to bed and i woke up at 4 a.m. to go to the bathroom and i just turned uh, clicked on an article and it said oh yeah chelsea win the champions league on penalties i was like oh what wow. <laughs> oh bayern what have you done and there's a picture of drogba crying and david luiz crying and john terry with the with the a trophy on his head now i think it's a distinct possibility history repeats itself this year because um 
Tushil's conservative tactics might just end up working well if he if he progresses. And I think they meet uh, they meet City in the in the semi final, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, but what what's it, what like what what was interesting is that we we did like some counter attacking thing, which is what Porto was doing this whole time. Mm. So good thing we didn't attack them. Otherwise, mm. our defense would have been in shambles. Yeah, given what happened over the weekend, I think that's a, a fair, that's fair reason to not like go gung ho. Yeah, yeah, but but still, like, uh, like start watching the game with my butt clenched, didn't mm. unclench whole game. <laughs> Won't unclench till the next leg. <laughs> the next leg is what? So next Tuesday is uh, is Chelsea Porto and uh, Bayern PSG, right? Yeah. Mm, so it's like. So, no, interesting. I always like this this time of the year for Champions League fixtures. Uh, I think eighteen nineteen was my favorite season. It was that you had United PST in the quarters. You had in the in the round of sixteen. Then you had that Tottenham City game in the round of um, what do you call it? in the quarterfinals? The semis. Quarterfinals. The sem- yeah. Yeah. The semis was Barcelona Liverpool. You know how that ended, and Spurs Ajax, which was. In I will never. That was the best Champions League uh, I've watched in recent memory. It the final was complete ass. I felt because it was like some sort of accounting where, um, the, the, you know, like the footballing gods were like, okay, we've given you three rounds of pure entertainment. Here now, <laughs> take this horrible, disgusting final that will. Uh, yeah, that will be I couldn't bear to watch it. Like, yeah. just so annoying. Like. <laughs> I hated like I remember because I went to watch it in a in a bar and it turned out to be a Liverpool bar, which made it far worse. Because um, I walked in and then that ball hits Susoko's hand uh, armpit, and they get the penalty and the entire bar explodes. This beer all over us. It was pure pandemonium. Anyway, uh, back to fixtures. We uh, the week the day before is uh, also had some interesting results. City beat Dortmund two one. And that game, one of the most disgusting decisions I've seen in uh, in recent Champions League memory. Jude Bellingham uh, is through on goal. He kicks the ball, and the ball is ro- and then Edison kicks him. But as the ball is rolling yeah. into, the, yeah, as the ball is rolling into the net, the Romanian officials are like, they blow their whistle, and so they say it's a foul. So it didn't, couldn't even go to VAR because. The, it wasn't a goal just yet, and there's some stupid rule that oh. VAR can only intervene if it's a, a contentious goal, uh, goal decision, and that goal gets ruled out. At this point, I think City are leading one nil, and then they just drop back for the rest of the game, and they let Dortmund have all of the ball, and Dortmund really come into the game. That Bellingham kid is insane. He's 17 years old. He ran that game. And uh, once again, I mean, I, I don't think he'll he'll have Southgate for long. But there is real him. Foden have some real potential to have a squad built around them. He um, he ran the game. Ultimately, provided one of those telling passes that found its way to Haaland, and Haaland uh, puts Royce through. It goes to one-one in the 84th minute. And at this point, you think, okay, Dortmund, just shut up shop and go back. Uh, uh, t- take that draw back to Dortmund. Don't let, don't concede another. But I mean, unfortunately for everyone else, City have Kevin De Bruyne, who 
I think it was, I, I, in my opinion, is probably the best midfielder in the world. And he puts in this, this insane cross to the back post where Gundogan just about managed to stay onside. And by, by now, up to this point, Foden has missed about five chances. Foden could have had a hat-trick that night, like point-blank chances he's missed. And so it goes to the back post where Gundogan's making the run. Gundogan uh, just passes the ball to, um, to Foden. Foden slots it in to make it 2-1. And then as the clock hits 90, 90 minutes, it's a, I mean, Guardiola almost He's a quarterback, He's a quarterback, Kevin De Bruyne. He's like, He sets so up everybody. Good. Like, like yeah. he can pinpoint precision, like put it on at your heel or at your side of your shoe or whatever you want. He'll get the ball he, to you. He's so good. And you know, the, he signed a new deal to 2025. And I yeah. think if I, if I were to read reports correctly, he doesn't have an agent. Yeah, big, but I, I'm not I think good of an agent of his. He, I think he knows that Guardiola can use him the best. Like, nobody in the world, no manager, no team, nothing can use Kevin De Bruyne like I, I feel if he goes to... I think Hansi Flick is leaving Bayern at the end of the season. I saw reports today. But uh, if he goes to a team like that... Bayern is not his team, dude. I don't know. I don't get that feeling that Bayern that kind of team. Bayern He's doesn't 20. like passing that much or beautiful football that much at all. No, but can you imagine him like lobbing? So just imagine this. Imagine Kevin De Bruyne putting in crosses to Harry Kane. That's yeah, a but Premier League uh, fantasy Premier League a, person's dream. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne could put crosses to anybody. No problem. Yeah, But, but imagine like, Kevin De Bruyne putting crosses to the mango boy, Haaland. <laughs> oh, I, d- I doubt wow. Haaland is going to City, dude. Why? Like he, he so Haaland went to Barca. He went to Madrid. He came to the UK. He went to he went to some London club and some Manchester club. At least that's what uh, hmm. Fabio says. Uh huh. So no, I, so, I I'll I'll tell you why he's not as much as he's like this lethal finisher, right? He's not a Pep player, which is like I saw him in that game. He's he's too big of a like he's like a Lukaku or he's. A Zlatan type, which is you know that really strong personality, um, mm. and just but he won't press. He won't. He won't make those uh, those you know those runs he, into. He stands mid-field. and delivers. Yeah, he's like he'll hold the ball up for you, and then he'll like turn, make a pass behind. Yeah. He's he'll make those runs. He doesn't strike me as a Guardiola player. I mean, Zlatan worked really well for Guardiola when, but then because of the messy problem, they kicked him out. But I don't see. Um, Haaland being that city type of play, I feel. But, but okay, yeah, maybe. But they just let go of Aguero. They're going to let go of Aguero, mm. right? And so who, who next? I don't think. I honestly think city, he right? need, Yeah, I honestly think they don't need strikers. They have Jesus who'll uh, do it for them. Jesus is a second striker. He's not a main. Like he's not there. The point man. Right. I don't. I you, don't you like need Jesus. A, you need him. Yeah, I don't he's like. Not, him he's either. not very good, actually. Yeah. But 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 he's a good second striker. That's what you have a striker on, and then you want to bring in a sub at seven seventieth minute or someone. This is good. Otherwise, yeah. not really. Yeah, most so of the season they've never they've not had Aguero who's been fit, and they've still like beasted at every level of of the game. 
yeah but how long right at some point people start realizing how to block like your midfield or something then you'll need a striking option i feel like his his false nine um that's the thing right so like with regards to systems they they work for a season and then they get found out uh which yeah, is exactly. which yeah. is what True. i'm about to like come to with with our next game because uh speaking of systems that have been found out liverpool took on madrid uh not at the bernabeu at madrid's training ground and uh, that game ended 3-1 madrid had one tactic for that entire game it was very simple they get the ball in their half and they cross it to wherever trent is so <laughs> like there was a huge yeah. debate in the english media last week about how southgate is like disrespecting trent he's not going to take him to the world cup and i think we spoke about it on the podcast last week as well i said trent will work in a system that is defensively sound because he is not very good himself yeah. with that yeah, that aspect yeah there's a problem yeah exactly so and kyle walker himself who is like not i mean he's a bit hot and cold but he's he's defensively a lot better than trent if he is an, if it's a back 3 or if it's in a system where there is a, an exceptional center back uh, standing next to him someone along the likes of van dyke and he's got a midfield 3 that uh, will work their socks off to um, ensure that the ball doesn't uh, move into the channels Quarter. he's okay yeah which is kind of what happened in the arsenal game um but on tuesday night he was it was cruz re- receiving the ball uh, in his half and he lobs this beautiful pass over the midfield completely takes out everyone the entire pressing system is gone uh, is is gone to bits that vision like in fifa yeah. that some vision 100 or something like <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it was almost almost vision well back you know remember those days yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, ocean of a difference between welbeck and cruz dude <laughs> oh dude every time someone mentions welbeck and cruz there's a champions league moises moises only champions league season with united where uh they play guardiola's um, bayern and first leg is at old trafford and welbeck is through on goal he's through on goal one on one with the keeper and he tries to lob noyer the moron as <laughs> if he goes to the side pointing game no it was one one right like it was vidic scores yeah, uh, it, it it could have been it could have been something more right Uh, the second leg is what i describe as the best 30 seconds of my life uh, <laughs> where where uh, several scores that thunderbolt of a oh yeah uh, <laughs> it, like yeah. it goes top corner bang and i am celebrating i'm still celebrating and it, the, they've kicked off bayern have gone down the other end and equalized <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like God. I was like oh dude what what was the, the it, it lasted all of 30 to 45 seconds one ball over the top ferdinand is still gone. in dreamland boom it's gone boom <laughs> one one it's right there yeah um anyway back to trent so the first goal is trent's mistake the second goal trent heads it towards asensio uh and mm. asensio chips the keeper successfully and like Danny Welbeck uh and then puts it <laughs> and then uh, and puts it into the net Liverpool pull one back they have the away goal so there is a chance that they could be back um in the next tie but that will be 
but that'll be difficult for difficult. them because it's 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 an yeah. empty anfield it's not a full anfield so there's no crowd to push them through um and then in the in the 64th or 65th minute um, uh, vinicius gets the ball and then like just puts uh, puts it past alisson alisson really should have been doing better there and it looks like madrid have one foot in the in the semi finals barring a, a historic collapse which is entirely possible given how hot and cold liverpool are but with that backline i yeah. see they, they could still do your welcome to anfield uh, but it's empty right now no that's the only issue yeah so, yeah but still but actually yeah like liverpool are just a shadow of who they were like last season like this season alisson is doing some Lord Carius level stuff nowadays. I don't know what. Oh yeah, what that 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 City game where he just the same mistake three times. The first one he gets away with. The second one he they concede, and he does it again, and they concede again. Yeah, it was just. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was. I mean, they they were really good on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. They were they were really good on the weekend against Arsenal. They absolutely balled up them in that second half. But before we get into that game and and the weekend's fixtures, um, okay, so we've got the second leg coming up in the week. So we'll do predictions. Uh, Bayern PSG. Who do you think is going through? I think PSG is going to take it. PSG all day. Uh, but why? It doesn't look like they can lose it from this this. And plus they're playing at home, so it's even. Uh, I mean, they have I can't. Advantage. I, you can't write Bayern off, hmm. but PSG will, I think, somehow squeeze through this year. Bayern don't look like that world-beating team like like they did last year. I mean, they still look pretty good, but it, they don't look the same. That's it. Without Lewandowski. What do you think, uh, Akshay? Like, why? Why? What do you think they're going to? So they they have a three three goal three away goal margin already and. They just need to score one and just sit back and defend, uh, and that'll take them through. So if PSG score one, Bayern yeah. have to score four, right? Which is going to be very difficult. Is that is that the match? And you realize, like Mbappe is a Mbappe is a clutch game guy. Like Haaland's good, but Mbappe always scores when it matters. I feel I generally. You know what I, I you know what I feel I feel Bayern going to win the away leg like two nil. Mm-hmm. I I because I think they will go into that game they they will go into this like get out of this game knowing that they played well, and it was just the defensive lapses that did you see the third Mbappe the second Mbappe goal that's a, it was PSG's third goal. Where no, uh, no, Mbappe breaks and then he he's sizes up to Boateng in a, and he waits for Boateng to open his legs. The moment Boateng opens his legs, he goes near post uh, and completely wrong foots Neuer. I don't think that will happen mm-hmm. again. I, I don't see Bayern going to PSG and being like, okay, we we will continue to play this ridiculous high line that we've been attempting because we can't do it against one of arguably one of the quickest players in the world. So I feel there'll be a little more, yeah. yeah there'll be a little, there'll be a little more conservative. If they learn, if they're not arrogant and change their tactics, then maybe mm, possibly. Yeah. So you, so I'm. We've we've got two PSG wins and one Bayern win. Um, yeah. And as for 
the other game chelsea porto i i see chelsea cruising through this they just need to sit back and hit them on the counter unless Thiago Silva goes and goes and gets himself sent off, which I I doubt will happen again. No, I I think we're going to use Christensen now. We're not using Silva. Since he's okay. having the game and the season of his life. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I've been following this YouTube channel called Blues Fans TV, and after every time that they beat a a top opposition team, um, they put this little graphic. of their striker or their like star player be in in jail and they call it welcome to the ac prison and christensen is sitting in the back with his glasses on uh, so he's been so i, I feel yeah whatever right i feel chelsea will chelsea would probably like score another goal sit back and just they'll go 3-0 or 3-1 on aggregate so i think we've In my opinion, it's going to be a Chelsea win. Yeah, I mean, I think Chelsea are going to take it uh, quite easily. Uh, City Dortmund, what do you have in mind? I really City take it. Yeah, yeah. I really want Dortmund to go through, but I think City is going to uh, come up. Come I up think Dortmund. You know, City game. are also. I also think City is nervous. You know, you know how badly they want the Champions League, and how mm. nervous it makes them. I I think like, I, that 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 whole dressing room is all about Pep. Just like I need the Champions League, <laughs> uh, and I that, think that's a lot of pressure. I think they lose the they lose to Dortmund uh, in Dortmund. I feel hmm. something about that game because I watched that game and I thought Haaland was kind of inconsequential in this game. He's not going to be in the next game. Mbappe just scored two in the Champions League, and he says. uh and that's kind of like he has that ego that drives him he wants to be the best in the world so and just generally i i feel the if dortmund have so had solskjaer i would have put money on them going through <laughs> because if anybody can beat pep over two legs it's probably ole and uh true because <laughs> it's like like i think pep must hate his guts at this point so just I feel, but at, at the same time, I think Dortmund have enough in the tank to upset City, and I feel they'll they'll go through. And mm-hmm. but I think this time, time he'll be conservative, like you know, like Pep will be like not trying some crazy. I'll change no, the whole formation. Shit. If if he tries to be conservative, he'll go out. Because that's exactly what happened in the second half. Like in the, in the second half, he tried to be conservative. like he sat back they sat back and because they kept sitting back and in, in, inviting dortmund onto them um they conceded if they continue to attack dortmund are folded because that's dortmund's biggest problems they have great in attack they're not very good defensively so the moment like if you noticed it in the 84th minute dortmund equalized 89th minute city had the lead back all they have to do is attack Ooh. yeah that's true so madrid yeah, do they don't really have good defenders right Yeah. yeah, dude. So, Madrid, Liverpool, Liverpool. Who do you think is going through? Madrid, because Cross and Inchala. That's all. Inchala is going. Yes. I was watching. Uh, I saw I highlights of that game, and there is mm-hmm. one point where it could have gone to two-two or or three-two, and it's Mane. Mane just has to play Salah, and Mane is having such a bad season. He. Com- 
completely cocks it up. He tries going for goal. And a lot of Liverpool fans are pissed with him. They're just... He scored one goal. I mean, pretty good goal. Like, he pulled one back. But, yeah, Salah but yeah, scored I, back, right? I get what you said. I thought yeah, Salah scored one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talking about yeah. Mane. Oh, Mane. Uh, yeah, I thought you said Salah had a bad season. No, 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 no. Salah, I mean, Salah, no. I think he's been, he's like slowly ticking. He's got 16 goals already, dude. He's second highest goal scorer in the league. Yeah, second behind uh, Kane. Um, Kane. Okay, speaking of Kane, did you watch Newcastle Tottenham? No, I didn't. I, uh, I didn't watch it. I was a little bit of it. Mm. And I was like, yeah, Tottenham is beating them for sure. Then, then I watched the scoreline later and I was like, wait, what? What happened? <laughs> So I was in the gym today and I was listening to a podcast and in the podcast they talk about how uh, Mourinho tries to play defensive football with a team that's not meant to play defensive football. Like this is a team that should be winning 4-2, 3-1. Like mm. their biggest strength is the attack, right? So, I mean, if you know, like, so what happened in that game was... I think we discussed this in the pod last week as well. Uh, Joe Linton will score. And he did score. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Joe Linton scored. <laughs> and much like the Bayern United situation, uh, Spurs go back the other end and equalize. And then Kane's, they take the lead. Now you have the lead. Attack them more. Why are you sitting back? They, they gave... I don't think any team since the, since the history of the Premier League has given Newcastle 23 shots. Oh, no chance. No way. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> they g- Newcastle had 20... <laughs> New, Newcastle themselves, we surprised they have 23 shots. Like, what is happening? I think, I think they had more shots than they've had the entire season against uh, uh, the Spurs. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just... Against the top six, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really boggles my mind... As to why Mourinho is continuing to persist with this, it doesn't work. I was like, why? Davinson Sanchez was considered to be this exceptional ball player at Ajax. And he is so bad in this system. Like, he can't do one-on-ones. They keep trying to isolate. Like, if the other team will figure out, oh, we isolate this guy, we're we're going to, like, score. (laughs) Uh, Joe Willick, ex-Arsenal player, was also the one who equalized. So, it's just rub salt in the wounds, but... It wasn't as bad as what Mourinho said uh, in the press conference. So they spoke about why his. Did, did you see what he said at the end? He was yeah. like, uh, they they asked him. So I'll, I'll set it up, and you like uh, give him the answer. So they they ask him. I don't I don't know if you've read read about this, Akshay. So no, they, I haven't. I haven't. So this reporter asked him, saying, "You're you're a, you've built teams in the past that have been so famous for holding on to leads. What is happening?" So he basically goes like, "It's the same coach. The team is different." <laughs> that was his answer. <laughs> and that That's has pissed more. off. It has pissed yeah. off. His so literal words were "same coach, different players." <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't say shit like that, dude. Not at all. Yeah, He's already... That's how you lose the dressing room, right? Like, you're like, fuck you, I already want to lose the dressing room. <laughs> I feel at this point, he's doing deliberately because now at this point, he's like, I can't win with this team. This team requires more investment. This is... You know, when you see like a player, you, we saw this with Wenger. At a certain point, you realize, okay, Asin, you're... Like, the game is passing you by. 
It is, yeah. you might have that one really insane win here and there. But generally, the kind of player that you are comfortable coaching is, is no longer exists. Because right now, you need players, you need to like put an armor on players' shoulders, you have to like treat them nicely. If you treat them with respect, you you can't yep. try and uh, poke the bear, so to speak, and be like, and can constantly continue to humiliate them. That shit just doesn't work these days. It maybe yeah, that's doesn't. His style is outdated now, right? Like he used yeah. to pull the shit with Terry and Lampard, but that's what used to motivate them. But today's players, he himself are like, oh, they're too sensitive. They're divas, this, that, and all. But that's just the truth, right? Yeah, like, that's you, just how they are now. you have to adapt. And also, this holding on to Leeds business, look around you. How? What are the most successful teams doing? Like, look, look yeah, at Bayern. You imagine Bayern play against the Spurs team. They did last year and they thrashed them 7-2. But imagine with this iteration of... Uh, Mm, uh, of Spurs that they end up playing, they will eat them alive. It won't work yeah. for them. I, I don't no, know. I think won't. he's. I think he's. But going. the thing is, they can't fire him because it's too expensive to fire him. Uh, it's just. It's just a matter of time because I, after that game, I looked at Kane and said, "Dude, wherever you have to go, you go, because you are not winning yes. anything with this team." Like just go, yes. don't. This is this is his this is his Ja Simran Ja moment. Ja, yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> it's just like there's a train coming. There are like a bunch of clubs dressed like Shahrukh Khan sitting on it. Yeah, <laughs> he just has to run, get on, get yeah, into the get compartment. I'd like, like okay, side uh, slight side Bollywood trivia note. If you notice that scene in DDLJ. <laughs> uh, do you realize she can get into the compartment from where she is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, easily. everyone knows. Everyone can see that. The whole world knows about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gravitas. <laughs> uh, imagine, bro, football and Bollywood podcast. Damn, it'll be insane. Yeah. Please. Thank you. <laughs> why, why didn't your team perform this week? Kuch kuch hota hai. <laughs> What is the story of your? <laughs> what is the story of your season? Oh, Kabhi uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coming to that, dude. <laughs> Kabhi kushi, Kabhi. Kushi. Marino is probably going like, "Kal ho na ho." <laughs> <laughs> That's why fire me today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we should have. We should do an interesting poll of like. Uh, next week, now come come up with like uh, with puns with footballer puns in Bollywood films. Done, done. You can yeah. or just situations with movies. Yeah. Just situations with movie. Like it's uh-huh. done. That's that's. Who would have thought? I think it's <laughs> so random, but so so much fun. Anyway, uh, looking at other weekend's fixtures speaking of uh, tragedies and and long-winded dramas arsenal uh, they lost 3-0 to to liverpool and they are 10th now they also i think they play uh, slavia prague tonight in the europa i think currently see i'm of the opinion that arteta should stay for two reasons one obviously i am selfish i want him to continue taking this club down the path it's going but at the same time, I feel 
this is a process that they have to go through because yeah. it's there is a realization that this team is not the team of the early 2000s the 90s or the mid mid 90s and mm. that realization has to happen because one they don't have the money to do things they are really being run by agents because you as a chelsea fan would not give 300 how much how much are they paying william 250000 a week i don't think I, it was that it was just that we didn't want to give him a two year contract and he was like no i want a two year and then arsenal gave him one and he was good for that first or two second game week and then he's just been absolute shit like I I remember uh, in our fantasy leagues I had everyone yeah. had Aubameyang the first week and I had uh, William and Aubameyang got one goal William got three assists and it was for me I was like oh what a master stroke all of this but then I then Salah scored a hat trick and I didn't have him yeah <laughs> so let's talk about that let's talk about that the better we Arsenal gave him a three year not a two year a three year contract <laughs> and how much is he on he came as a free agent Mm-hmm. He's on. He's on some astronomical, astronomical wage because astro, astronomical, astronomical wage. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean. Okay. Anyway, yeah, fine. We'll figure it out. Williams on. Williams yeah. being paid more than he he deserves, and uh, I think there are two agents. There's a guy called Kia Jurab Jurabchin, who was responsible for that infamous Mascherano Tevez transfer to West Ham back in the day. If you remember. Yeah, it was a really shady yeah. deal that uh, West Ham put together, and this guy—he's known to be like—he's—he's kind of like Mir, uh, like uh, like Rayola. He's not just—he's always this slimy little bugger. And I feel he and he's good friends with the sporting director Edu, and he's caused causing a so Louis David Louis is his client, Willian is his client. I think Louis is slightly better because he's. he's been leading that backline i think he's kind of matured um, a little more since he moved to arsenal um but the rest of that team dude i feel it, it is in vast uh, need of replacing their front yeah, line yeah like this suddenly became like chelsea rejects like old chelsea rejects and just, just everybody else is rejects of this there i see i am come from the, the philosophy that once a player hits 31 like 31 32 and if they are a player that is dependent on pace like you know that is where pace is a big component of their uh, entire playing style sell them yeah because once the pace goes they have little they very rarely they don't offer much yeah exactly think, yeah If you have like a strong number nine, like Lukaku can play till he's thirty-five, thirty-six. Latan is playing till up till he's forty. He's never they've never been pacey strikers, but they've been able to adapt their game because they read runs. Like Cavani, thirty-four, thirty-five, is still he's good for his age. He's just injury prone all the bloody time, but uh, but his movement and he doesn't rely on pure pace alone to like get him past defenders. You can tell with Aubameyang that. that that time has come and arsenal are looking at another ozil situation on their hands because they've paid this dude given him a two year contract with 350000 pounds a week followed fired 55 members of their staff to give it to him and this is like i see i'm a strong believer in karma and i feel they are getting exactly what they deserve for doing that yeah especially to people in the pandemic you you give bumper contracts to two signings that don't require it 
Yeah, they don't. You, yeah, and you they just become lazy. They became lazy immediately after that signing. Immediate. There was such a vast difference in his uh, performances. I think he scored what three, four, three, five goals this season. One of them in his own net. Up in from the future here. Arsenal last night drew to uh, Slavia Prague with a 94th minute equaliser. Alexander Lacazette missed an open goal, uh, hit the crossbar in, in the process. Bamiang did set up and the assist for Pepe's goal, but largely anonymous throughout. Missed a great one-on-one chance. So new day, same old Arsenal. Still very, very bad. Now back to the show. Duds, I need you to tell me, bro, what happened in the in the wonderful Chelsea West Brom game. So I think. It's all started with Silva, right? Mm. Like Silva is generally this calm guy. I mean, the defender he's been at PSG and stuff. Uh, he would never react. Like he got two yellow cards. But the second tackle that he made was an unnecessary tackle. Mm. But I think that tackle was made because he had he had already missed like a thousand minutes of playing time, mm. and he was like, "Shit! If I if I mess up even more, then gone." Mm. Mm. And then, then we got the red card. And then he was, I don't know. Then, then our and he is the guy that handles our defense when he's in. We were playing three at the back then, right? Mm. And he wasn't there to to direct people. And that's it. We lost our head. Then we lost our shape and everything. Yeah. Because I think you were leading till the 45th minute, right? And then in added time, they scored two goals. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. It made I was just like and then okay you thought they go into halftime and Tosh was going to be like okay fine listen drop back give them the ball because they evidently they're quite shit at it uh, but don't get caught on the counter and I remember the the second goal it's one one long ball from the keeper and it and Pereira makes that run straight in a straight line uh, and I think lobs it over Mendy. And it's not been a great week for Chelsea. I've, there were reports about Kepa and Rudiger having a bust up, and I think it's generally like been quite. A yeah, but task. Kepa, it must be frustrating for them, right? Like mm-hmm. he's he's going to be training every week of every day and out, and without any scope or chance of getting a match, there's no chance. They might play him once in a way here and there, just because they want to sell him. But other than that, he's he's pretty much a dead wood asset, right? Uh, so obviously mm. he's going to get frustrated. And yeah, the club's trying to do everything possible to sell him. Like they're reaching out to every Basque club and whatever mm. they can, but mm. <laughs> no one's getting convinced to buy that guy. Yeah. I don't. I think. But but, but I think the West Brom thing is an anomaly, right? Like if I it's saw a it, blip. like yeah, it's a blip, and it was coming because I mean, like every manager has that run, mm. and then it's good that you get a shake up, then you mm. you come back. I I'd rather this have happened in the West Brom game than in the Porto game. Porto game, yeah, I was just about to say. Like, yeah, was, was like actually imagine if he had played okay, and then he played Silva in this game, and then he fucked it up here, then that would have been gone. Like, there's an interesting yeah. run for top four coming currently. How many teams? I think five teams are in it, right, Akshay? Uh, six teams, if you if you count uh, Everton as well. 
So of okay, our, could do you have the table in front of you? Yeah, it's up. It's over here. Okay. So you so have City on top, United mm-hmm. on second. Mm-hmm. You have Leicester at fifty-six points or at third. Mm-hmm. West Ham at fifty-two. Chelsea fifty-one. Spurs mm-hmm. and Liverpool at forty-nine, and Everton at forty-seven. Uh, who has a game in hand? Uh, Everton have a game in hand. Oh, but don't West Ham also have a game in hand? No, they're at, they're all at thirty uh, thirty games. They're all at thirty games. Yeah. I think West Ham will drop out of it because not because I have some agenda against West Ham, but Declan Rice is injured till the end of the season, and he's a big part of how they play. I think Antonio is also injured. Uh, I think uh, these guys go uh, West Ham go to Leicester this weekend, right? And I feel Leicester have enough in the tank to beat them. Yeah. Out of I think Tuchel somehow get us into the top four. Dude. I, I, I feel he's going. Really I, I think I think he'll do it as well. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not quite sure what Chelsea's run is till the end of the season. I think they they've more or less played every big side twice. I think City is what they have who they have to play once more. If if I'm not mistaken, they have they have City left out of the big sides. So, so the big <laughs> yeah they have. City left uh, towards the end of the season. Hmm. They have West Ham, Fulham, City, Arsenal, Leicester, and Villa towards the end. Oh, they play Arsenal again, so it's not like they have an easy run in. I don't think United are out of it either. Uh, I feel as much as I think there's a there's eleven point difference between them and fifth position. So I one would one could go so far as to say that they may not finish second, but they'll finish in the top four. But I feel yeah, United will uh, finish top four. They have yeah, they have we, Spurs. I think we'll finish. Yeah, we have Spurs. Uh, Spurs uh, for, for us. Yeah, Spurs, Leicester, and uh, uh, Liverpool left out of the big three to like out of the top six to play. Spurs is this weekend yeah, and, and Leicester as well. Yeah, Spurs will drop out as well, right? It's basically Leicester or Chelsea or, or Liverpool, basically. I think um, I feel no. I, I feel Leicester have enough. Yeah, so they'll probably make it through. So then the fourth part is what it what it is about, right? They have West Ham, West Brom, Crystal uh, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Newcastle, United, Chelsea, and Tottenham. Oh, so their final. Oh, they play Tottenham on the last <laughs> day of the season. That's that's actually yeah. quite. That's quite a run. That's um, last. The last three season, games are. Going to be a little difficult for them. They have uh, they have United away. They have uh, Spurs Chelsea away. at Chelsea away and Spurs at home. Correct. Hmm, that could be very tricky. That yeah, Leicester are not out of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, what is the difference between Leicester and uh, Leicester and fifth? Leicester and fifth is just about five about, five points. I think. There will be five teams in the Champions League next year because I feel an English team is is going to win the Champions League this year. It either could be City, it could be Chelsea. Um, but if City win, it it doesn't count, right? Or if City win, it doesn't count. Of, no, it but it could like. Yeah. But if Arsenal win the Europa, they uh, they qualify. So there's that. True. Future win again. Arsenal and the winning the Europa. Uh, 
so that it's not it's like it's it's far <laughs> from you guys won't win it dude we are the strongest team in in the tournament we should be winning it it we genuinely winning, it genuinely feels like there's a champions league team playing europa football i said this and they played like utter tripe for 90 minutes tune in leave though going back to old traffic to the word four key players missing because of suspensions well uh, they could possibly go out they could possibly win it the most annoying team on the planet anyway back to the show again cuz we see you know i've last season you could tell okay sevilla all these guys were good this season i look at i've been watching europa league fixtures and you can as as shit as united have been in this season they have no depth they have no depth dude those teams they don't have the money for the depth and dude exactly you can you can tell like even like the second string united team that went to play the sociedad game they were phoned up in uh, they it was it was they were three up in about half. in the first half Yeah, yeah, I was I was watching the game. I was like, "Are you guys?" I was looking so not because United were great or anything. Sochidad were brain dead. They were playing a high line against Dan James and Rashford. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, but like Sochidad in a congested fixture, coronavirus season, the, playing champions. Okay. I mean, Europa League football <laughs> with they, no they, depth, I mean, <laughs> no money. <laughs> Dude, they they won the Copa del Rey. Did you see that guy's interview? That was, it was so cool. uh there's that uh, they won the copa del rey against uh, bilbao i think and yeah. um, so there's their coach uh, inamol he's a lifelong sociedad fan and he says is uh, he the captain no no inamol was he's the manager okay never mind so he's the uh, and he's doing the press conference and he says now you must permit me to celebrate like a fan and he gets up they come give him a sociedad t-shirt and a scarf he pulls up the scarf and then starts chanting in the in the middle of the press conference because he's like i've it's been 34 wow. years since sociedad won a trophy wow. uh and it's just that i am i he's like he grew up for the club he played for the captain of the club and he's just holding and he you can tell how passionate he is so it was, it was a really nice moment and and david silva got another trophy as well so good yeah. on him wow <laughs> David it's cool like I think they should just get him back in the city or something in <laughs> this point look I mean he's old now. I think they should just let him retire basically don't yeah. don't do, like he he doesn't deserve Pep's bullshit just poor guy let him let him like ride off into the sunset um okay some other notable fixtures from the weekend uh, United Brighton now let's quickly touch on this because uh, I was very annoyed for for forty minutes, and then when the equalized, I thought, okay, yeah, now these guys will win the game. But uh, it it took a great once again. Like if if you want to beat United, it's very simple. You just have to cross the ball to whoever Juan Bissaka is marking in the box. Outside the box, one on one situation like that, God help that person because Juan Bissaka will will destroy them. But in the box, if a cross comes in, Juan Bissaka will lose his marker. and vision well back popped up one header great save from henderson repeat one nil and i Some felt great like youtuber one... said like the main problem united is they have one besaka but what they need is two besaka dude <laughs> dude they they are in desperate need of a leader at the back and uh, there are reports yeah. this week that dia is getting sold at the end of the season Um, oh, yeah. Madrid already has the. <laughs> I think the story went on for a 
they'll sell him to they, they'll sell him to like a, a PSG or they might sell him to Barcelona one of I mean Barcelona they won't buy him because they have to stay in but I think generally yeah, they're trying to pretty good right yeah he's damn good dude. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty good he's very good they'll sell him for 45 million they have PTSD from Messi I think dude <laughs> Just the Messi is not Messi the one who gives him gives him PTSD. Ronaldo does. Uh, remember that World yeah, Cup Ronaldo. game? It, it was uh, you, me, and Andre. You were at bootlegger, and then we went back and oh, yeah, we went back yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, to your house, and we turned the TV on, and that free kick goes in. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's just that. Like I think. They have. I don't know what team could possibly go for him. No one. You won't go to the Premier League. He'll go abroad. He'll probably go back to Spain because his his fiance fiance is uh, he has a baby there. And that was a story they've been saying for the last five years. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, but I feel it's it's too early to like to have talks of uh, what do you transfer call rumors. transfer yeah. rumors because no, you know transfer rumors just generally promoting Dean Henderson to number one. Maybe a part of me is like, dude, this guy is good. He's he's England's future. Could. definitely one of the better keepers to come through but at the same time um as it horrible as dia has been and he has cost us champions league in a lot of places there was that that solskjaer first season against chelsea where he uh the united score and like he makes an absolute mistake of a save which lets hazard equalize and it ends 1-1 and if united had won that game they would have gotten champions yeah. league So there have been plenty of but there's a lot of seasons where like only oh. because of Deha you guys have come fourth. Or, or, oh, I do trust True. me when I say this that that guy has like you know the term saving your bacon. There's this one game yeah. against Everton. I do the Everton game and uh, the United Arsenal game where he makes that double save. Uh, it's um, it, it's a game oh, yeah. I watched with. Yes. Yeah. It's a game I watched with Akshay. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So it's where because I remember like we both of us go, holy shit, here this is this is coming, this is coming, and then it's he saves it, and then Sanchez Same comes falling up, and he saves that again. So some of the games he's had is that's the thing, right? So at that point, United's defense were conceding so many more shots; they aren't anymore. And because of that, because of specifically that reason, he's not being called upon. uh to action as frequently and it's kind of and it somehow worked to his detriment where he's not he's let in far more that that mistake against everton the other day where that 93rd minute equalizer uh oh yeah uh, it was sickening but i also feel like like goalkeepers go through fatigue very quickly especially in congested fixtures like mm. you need a second goalkeeper on standby I mean, you see, every other position keeps getting rotated, but that one spot nobody rotates and nobody cares about. But you should rotate, like you should absolutely rotate. I I think and, they and that's the thing. Yeah, most like teams cup, do rotate for the domestic tournaments. Yeah, cup games, cup games, and uh, that's when they use their second string keeper most of the time. Yeah, but they do. But I don't know in this season, like. As United rotated, like I mean, they, they have. Used, yeah, they that's how Henderson uh, came into squad, starting all the uh, Europa games and the uh, cup games as well. And that's how, that's when he broke out and came to what he is right oh. now. Okay. Yeah, then they, so I, then they may probably need to 
to replace him then that's it so i guess it's it's time to look at uh, our fantasy squads unlucky for tushar this week uh, he didn't break the average that being said because he had only cuz he had mendy and zuma in defense and they both ended up with big fat zeros um but he had fernandez and rashford so they got him 13 points in total he had kane and son son if he'd captain kane he would have beaten the average again <laughs> uh, unfortunately that wasn't the case uh, actually how do you do bro i did pretty decently i captain kane which is a good choice um but my defense didn't uh, live up to their expectations as always i uh-huh. need to make some big changes there Right, what happened in defense people just kept conceding uh, every game so that Who, uh, who's in your backline like who are like i started with chilwell but he didn't unfortunately start the game because of uh, squad rotation from tuchel that was actually a blessing in disguise right who was who came off the bench yeah. for you yeah <laughs> i had uh, target and lotin come off the bench and aina as well i think i had no uh, yeah so so my as much as i want to be annoyed to show about his rotation i don't have any of his players what i do have are three city assets none of whom started the weekend's fixtures in cancelo gundogan and stones anyway um i had three pep players in the uh, in my team cancelo gundogan and stones and the jackass didn't play any of them oh. so i mean kind of worked out cuz ollie watkins came on and he he scored a goal got me 7 points i finished the game week on 65 points uh, because kane kane rafinha uh sala bruno are essentially the ones who took me through it um mm-hmm. so i've i've been having consistent green ranks so i'm not really like um i mean i'm still just under a oh no i i cracked i'm back on back in in the millions i'm like i'm back in the thousands woohoo i'm out of the millions this is a good <laughs> this is a good day <laughs> i just realized uh, now it's time to crack on and hopefully try and finish top 500k yeah. which is sad now because at one point <laughs> because at some point i was in the top 50k and the drop off has been so sad so akshay uh, any changes for the week to come I haven't uh, given it a thought yet but uh I haven't either I need to remove <laughs> I'm going to remove uh, Chilwell and Bale for sure and just figure out replacements for them Yeah dude I feel um, also I have three city assets and I want to get rid of them all and I did and I and I got rid of one so far um, because okay. I got rid of Cancelo and I replaced him with Drumroll Diaz, <laughs> because <Yes. Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's been the most consistent for them. Yeah, because he because he's the only one who get, who doesn't get dropped, and I think now with Pep's focus on the Champions League, he's not going to play anyone else. Uh, I feel Raheem Sterling is not is not his favor is not his in his favored eleven, but he'll play this weekend, and he's a great captaincy choice if you decide to take him, because uh, Raheem Sterling Aguero. Laporte all who, who his team they they're playing leads so leads. Okay. uh if you so if you pick up mendy laporte maybe um uh maybe nathan ake or 
uh, who was the other one? Oh, uh, Ruben! Just pick Ruben Diaz. He's the most consistent of Ruben the lot. Ruben Diaz, yeah. yeah, yeah. And for frontline options, I think Aguero will play a little more uh, more games because he's definitely not starting any of the Champions League games. Mm-hmm. I feel True. City will score one, score two, and just get their ass over the line because this league is done. Yeah, they don't really need to worry about the league, but uh, yeah, so they don't. I don't see them dropping any points. They have they have a fourteen point lead with the game played more. They have a blank coming up yeah, in uh, in game week two thirty in two weeks. Game week thirty two, thirty three. Yeah, game week thirty three. They have a blank coming. Yeah. Um, the, but next week there's a, a Spurs double game week, and I think Everton have blanks next week. If I am not mistaken, yeah, that's correct. Um, Everton, Southampton also have no. Southampton have blanks on. Uh, have a blank game week, the same week that City do. That's the following week. Yeah, City. Uh, so game week thirty-three. Yeah, so I think it's it's Southampton, Everton, um, City, and Spurs all have blanks, but. Are you no, Everton play Everton play Arsenal that that week? Oh, but they have a blank uh, the week before. No, no. So game not. week thirty-two, there are no blanks, is it? Thirty-two, there are no blanks. But thirty-three, there are four fixtures. Are... Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so I don't know. Are you so who are you bring? You're getting rid of Bale and who else this week? Mostly Chilwell. And who are you looking to bring in? But I haven't given it a thought. But maybe Diaz and maybe uh, Rashford. You already have Jota, don't you? Yes, I do. He was. I think uh, he was a good buy for me a few weeks ago, and he's been consistently giving me returns. I think now would be, now would be a good time to invest in Liverpool defenses because I I think they're out of the Champions League. I could be wrong. Almost. Yeah, they're almost, almost out. But yeah, they have yeah. maybe maybe have, wait a week. Maybe wait a week because uh, Probably, yeah. they have um, Nat Phillips at centre back and he's four million. And he's and like they have all shit teams to play um, coming up in the next few weeks. So there's the yeah. chances of that standard six pointer or either going for Trent or Robertson in place of a big hitter in midfield is a good option. Um, I think I'm happy United, with my uh, midfield right now. I'm talking about defense, really. So I'm like because I yeah. I think you have stones as well, right? I, yeah, I do. I so and Stones, I, I don't think Stones is, is is starting any of the league fixtures till till yeah. uh, these guys exit the Champions League, which I doubt is going to happen for a while. I mean, I I just predicted Dortmund to beat them, so maybe it could happen next week. Who knows? Um, be, but I I feel like that that drop in uh, in I mean that increase in transfer money will you can invest it someplace. I, I need chips. You still got left. I have my wild card left for for the second for one of these weeks, which I have to use. Bro, those next week just triple captain Kane. Go in, switch captain. I'm sure you still have game? all your. They're playing. Uh, 
uh, Everton and they're playing um, Southampton. Okay, Everton and Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, as, as you wish. <laughs> Triple cap it. You'll get some 200,000. If he scores, he scores three goals. He scores, let's say, four goals in both games. Enough. Done. What Maybe what great value. Yeah. Okay, so captaincy choices this week. Who are you going? Captain, captain, captain. Um, maybe Jota, because they play uh, uh, Lion, and they don't have um, Grealish. Grealish to run the game for them. Possibly, I have Salah cap as well. Um, I was considering swapping out um, someone to get... Uh, Raheem Sterling in but I don't know how I'm going to do it Antonio is injured so I have to get rid of him as well I hope he's he's back for the game I haven't read any news that talks about the severity of the injury maybe hopefully he's back because mm-hmm. they I mean they play Leicester I don't quite know which Leicester will turn up so that that's cool. that'll be an interesting that'll be a really interesting game, in game to watch because who would, it's a battle for top four right like Leicester West Ham holy shit so, <laughs> game to watch yeah. this weekend. Well, and I have my bench boost left as well. Yeah, I think you've got your, you have your wild card and your bench boost and your free hit, right? Free hit is over. Uh, but what, you still have your wild card left. Wild card and uh, bench boost, yes. Mm. I have, I have, I played my triple captain. I have my bench boost, my free hit and my wild card. So, uh, I think. A lot of options. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I am trying to get rid of my Leeds assets because they're not, they have a early next uh, set of shitty fixtures. They have City, they have Liverpool and they have United. So it's just, I don't quite see Dallas getting a clean sheet in any of those fixtures. So who knows? True, true. Okay, uh, I think that's about it. Is there anything else you guys would like to add? No, not really. I think think it's been a good episode so far. Yeah, I think this was a lot more fun than last week's episode. International break sucks ass. Okay, cool. That wraps up the episode. Uh, This should be out Friday morning, Friday evening. Just about in time for people who listen to it. I don't know who's listening to it, but if they are, your FPL advice will be with you before the deadline, I promise you. Yeah, that's my mind. This is me saying on a podcast. Yay. So tomorrow night is the deadline. So hopefully we'll get all our transfers sorted. Should be. I'll, I'll edit it tonight just as I'm watching the United game. And okay, that should okay. be it. We shall again reconvene uh, on the Thursday just before the Europa League fixtures. Um, same time next week. Same time next week. Guys, works for same you? Same time, same place. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Okay, children. I think that about wraps up the podcast. Perfect, perfect. Okay, I hope you all have great FPL weeks. I hope your teams do well and progress through Champions Leagues and whatnot. Even if they don't, it'll be, it's fine. We'll, we'll make fun of them. So, okay, see you guys soon. See you, see you.